0: Hey, folks, real quick, we are moving to a new feed. So this feed is going to be shut down in about two weeks. So if you just do a search for The Unrestricted with Vex and the Bulldog, uh, you'll find it. We're going to shut this one down. You can also head to unrestricted.show, which will have all the new feed information and where to go for Google, Apple, Spotify, and all the others. And that's our new website. So if you want to interact with us, maybe add some comments, talk to us, that's where to go, unrestricted.show. Thanks. Enjoy our show. Swam in her pool. No,
1: unsanctioned. I believe that. I didn't have to ask. I had that figured.
2: All right. Welcome back to the unrestricted. I'm Vex. I am the Bulldog. And we got Silent Bob over here on the ones and twos. No, we played that game before. I'm not. (laughs) You're not going to be silent this time. Okay. Good. Good. Welcome back to the mic, Silent Bob. It's it's still a great nickname. And I still loved Mallrats.
1: Yeah, you just liked the movie. I did. And I you're, did. You're still hurting Bob's feelings. But <laughs> you're like, hey, man, I'm not
0: trying to. I, I'm just really, really in tune with the movie. No, I mean, a little bit of an underground hit. Yeah. I'm a I'm a big fan of the way Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy was great,
1: too. It introduced a lot of uh, star power. Yeah. Athlete.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was what was, was that at Forex first? Was, I think it was before Goodwill Hunting.
2: Was it before Rudy?
1: Rudy? Rudy. But not a lot of people knew he was in Rudy. You know who else was in Rudy? Vince Vaughn. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> How were your weekends, boys? It was good. Did you it, do anything? You know that was so long ago.
1: <laughs> 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 Getting older, Vex. Yeah. Uh just trying to get the kids lined out back into the swing of things. School. For school. They uh, had a football scrimmage and I mean, I don't know. Okay. You know, that kind of
0: stuff. You, Bob? Just spent my time riding the trails on my little one wheel. Yeah. Trying not to kill myself.
2: You know, I've noticed that ESPN is really hurting for sports this time of year because the other day they showed a one wheel competition. They were doing one wheel jumps
1: and stuff, tricks and whatnot.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was crazy. like a race. It yeah. was like a BMX race. Oh, but but on a one wheel, it looked hard as hell. They're doing some really bad sports on ESPN lately. Have you noticed this? Well, they're bringing back the Ocho. They have. They brought back the Ocho.
1: I accidentally well, um- I saw
2: Smash Ball.
1: That's a big thing now. That. that is
2: a big thing. I,
1: I wish I would have known because like five years ago, my kids had a joint birthday party and they got like five Smashball deals and they never played with them. Really? Now they're like, hey, let's go buy some Smashball. I'm like, nope. You had your chance. <laughs> <laughs> that ship has sailed.
2: There is a great podcast if you've never heard it. Um, and it is like the secret FBI tapes on was... The 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 Scorpions song "The Winds of Change" so, was it written by the CIA? Uh,
0: I'm dead serious. There
2: is there is a be- very large, albeit unproven conspiracy out there that "Winds of Change" was written by the CIA and given to the Scorpions
1: just to kind of make everything seem cool. Yes, that was the highlight
2: of my weekend. Was I my wife and I had floor seats up front for the big rock show at the Alamo Dome. Wow! How was that? It was awesome. You know who played? Give it to me. Okay, in order. Joan Jet.
1: Does she still have it? Damn right. I swam in her pool.
2: No. Unsanctioned. I believe that. I <laughs> didn't have to ask. I had that figured.
1: Now, uh, what town would that have been in and how? Okay, Barnville Place in Long Island. Okay. One of our favorite establishments. Had a few. Bars are open till four o'clock in New Wow. York. Yeah. So we're way past getting a ride, so we're going to hoof it home. And we're walking, and, and one of the boys is from the township. goes, that's Joan Jett's house. No, I was like, get out of here. Yeah. She's got a pool. It's in the shape of a heart, and it's black on the bottom. Oh, no way. So I said, all right, boys. You're, you in for a dip? Climb the fence. Jump in. In there for probably 20 seconds. Lights come on. Woo, 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 woo. She, she <laughs> sets the alarm off. <laughs> Haul ass over the fence.
2: Richard, that's awesome. Yeah.
1: So I got that going for me.
2: High fucking five. <laughs> Which is that nice. Is so cool. So I love rock and roll. Yeah. And the Blackhearts. Joan Jett and the Black, Blackhearts. Blackheart Pool. She was awesome. She's real close to 70 years old and she rocks it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I give her tons of credit. Uh, by the way, she was not the oldest person uh, in a band at that concert. I would later find out that there was somebody older, and I'll let you guess who that was in just a minute. So she she was the opening act, and it started at the Almodome at... 4 o'clock. 4.30. So doors, could, doors opened at 4. They had
1: a special Luby's Blue and yes. special for the Elevated in Age rocker. That's right. It came with two sides, some cod, <laughs> and... Yeah. All, all, the, the coleslaw, all can the jello you can <laughs> stuff in your pockets. All right, let's get you all carved up and headed out to the Alamo Dome.
2: So we get there pretty much right at the beginning of Joan Jet. okay? And by the way, the traffic getting there was such a nightmare. Always. Our Uber driver was doing tricks that I've never seen before. The security line was over an hour long. Now, we had floor seats, so we did not have to do the big security line. We had a pretty easy security line to get through. But we got in- And mind you, my wife has bought us these great seats and she says, yeah, and it's supposed to, we, we have, we have this really nice, um, mixed drink bar that's supposed to be private for, you know, just the four seat people.
1: I've seen that show Mm before.
2: And there's supposed to be food down here. Mm -hmm. Come to find out the Alamo Dome's version of fine food is they had Rico's nachos.
1: Local company. Shout out if you want to. Represent us.
2: Absolutely. You're just looking for a little bit more than that during a seven-hour rock show. <laughs> Hot dogs mm-hmm. and popcorn. Okay. That was it. It's. It, you could get better food at a monster truck jam. Easily. So after Joan Jett rocked the house, next up is Poison. Okay. And I gotta. I gotta give. I gotta give those guys a lot of credit. Like they still bring it. Brett Michaels, you know, sober for a long time. We all know that kind of story. But, like, that guy brings it, dude. He's like the head cheerleader of rock and roll out there.
1: He looks a lot younger than he is. He, yeah. Yeah. He looked great.
2: Yeah. And CeCe DeVille on on guitar was amazing. Like, probably the best singular musician of the whole night. He, really? Yeah, he killed it. He killed it. Uh, Ricky Rocket on drums, coming back from cancer, uh, had a killer solo. And so I'm like, okay, honey, I'm going to go get us. Some uh, Rico's go- nachos. Yeah, going to go get us. Well, at that point, we just wanted food and drink. I leave, and I am gone for one hour. Swallowed by the abyss. Getting her drinks. And me drinks, obviously. One full hour. What'd and, you miss? Uh, a lot of Def Leppard.
1: Uh. Yeah,
2: a lot of it. And that really, really pissed me off. So toward the end, end of Def, Def Leopard, we're running out of drinks again. And we go back, this time, hour and 20 minutes. Would you miss it, this? Time? Most of Motley Crew, And you get to the front of the line and find out they're out of water. <laughs> they didn't ever have tonic. They never had soda. They had no mixers other than cranberry juice and orange juice. For a 50,000 person plus rock show. They were out of wine. They were out of vodka. It was the biggest shit show I've ever been a part of. And I want to tell you I had a good time because the music was was awesome. All four bands really lit it up. But the Alamodome and San Antonio, embarrassment. How does that happen? That's a great question. It's not like all these tickets got purchased last minute. They should have known ahead of time how many to expect
1: right so they don't they don't third party out the concessions. I don't have any idea. but the
2: makeshift uh, mixed drink bar was more pathetic than like one of my bars I would set up when my parents were out of town in high school. Like it was like one eighth bottle of Crown Royal and like and it was the
1: apple kind.
0: Yes, right. it was yeah. just crap.
1: Malibu. Oh, yeah, because everybody's looking for that.
0: Right, a- Alamo does not handle it in-house. They have a provider, Saver Black Tie, who will never be a sponsor of this show. Now.
2: Well, they're not going to be. They- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I'm-, I'm honestly surprised that they didn't cause a riot. I mean, people were
0: pissed. Well, it was an older crowd. I don't think the older crowd riots.
2: You so. would think so, but not really. Yeah. I saw San kids. Antonio
1: comes out. Yeah, man. I mean, we are a heavy metal town. Back in the heyday
2: when- This is Rock City, USA.
1: Bro. When when River City Promotions was mm-hmm, rocking mm-hmm. with Joe Miller. <laughs> yep.
2: yep yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It was, I mean, Ozzy, until he peed on the Alamo, was our second son.
2: Damn right. Scorpion's second home, San Antonio, Texas.
1: And, uh, we'd get everybody. We'd get- We'd get
2: um, Ronnie James Dio, the mm-hmm. cult. I mean, everybody came here.
1: And and we'd get who's Eddie the Monster? <laughs> who's Eddie the Monster? Iron Maiden. Oh, Iron Maiden, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Eddie's yeah. the monster yeah. on all their t shirts. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um and we'd get Lemmy. Oh. Um, motorhead, a lot. I mean, look, San Antonio is super famous for being a rock capital of the world.
1: What was the and name? Sabre Saber? Sabre.
2: Sabre. Oh. Sabre black tie?
1: I'm going to check this out.
2: I I want us to reach out to somebody over there. Are we during business hours? Can we make a phone call to them live on this pod? We could. And and
0: say, hey, I'm
2: still waiting for my drink.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Bob, do you have that kind of technical capability? It looks a lot like you do.
0: We do. You
2: are. And by the way, for those of you. They're on
1: Montana Street.
2: For those of you that think that um, this is a bit, this is not a bit. We are absolutely going to try this by the seat of our pants. No, we did not plan on this. But you're about to plug in the digits, aren't you?
1: So did any of these foods show up?
2: Oh, he's Richie is showing me the Saver uh, website, which seems to be showing some sort of cordon bleu sandwich. No, no, we did not get a cordon bleu.
1: You want to ask for the boss boss?
2: I do. Do you have a name on who the boss boss is? Uh, yeah, Patrick Cole. Cole? Okay. All right. I guess that's who we're going to need to speak with. Great, and this is my number numbers going out on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it was the biggest shit show I've ever been to. I'm serious that I thought there was going to be a riot. Like, when you run out of vodka during Def Leppard.
1: Do you think twice? <laughs> Does he look like me? <laughs> Do you want the concessions manager?
0: I'm calling their main number, their office.
1: Yeah, let's just start with that. Okay.
0: Start with the main office. I wasn't there. I think this works. You want me to lead on this? I'm going to let you lead. Okay. Is that going?
2: Yeah, it's dialing.
0: Please pick up.
2: This is this is going to make for a great show if we just call all the phone numbers. somebody <laughs> picks up. Be
1: zero. Record your message at the phone when you're finished. Okay, nobody's home.
2: Try try a different number. There's several of them, aren't there, Richie?
1: Um, yeah, we can go concessions. Here you go.
0: The concessions manager?
1: Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh. You, you gotta tell them you're still waiting in line. <laughs> Your Uber's left.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. So in the meantime, I'm gonna tell you the rest of the story. So while this is ringing, so the concert gets out at about eleven. All right, you can't get an Uber. It's impossible. So Catherine and I have to walk. We've, we've done the smart thing. We've rented a hotel room downtown at the Valencia. Nice. So, But we have to walk the entire way back, okay? Yeah. Does it get
1: sketchy when you go under 281? Oh,
2: you know it. It's, by the time we get into downtown, it's almost midnight. Nobody at the concert has eaten. So every crappy food restaurant, whether it's IHOP, Denny's, whatever, has a line around the block. And we're S-O-L because room service closes on Sunday night at midnight. Right. So we don't get any room service. So I start ordering from every single restaurant that I can find that can be door dashed to my room at midnight or so I think. I think I can get Whataburger and I think I can get this other pizza joint whose name I don't even remember. Uh Uh-uh. They don't show up. The next morning, I get a call at nine thirty a.m. from downstairs. Jeff Exler, your pizza is here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't want it now. I don't want. I don't even want to be woken up now. All right, give it a dial.
0: Hello, you have reached Taylor Concessions Manager for favorite Black Tie at the Alamo Please leave a message, and I will return my earliest to me. You. you know, I think I'll leave a message for Ed.
2: Finished, That's Ed, right, Taylor?
0: For more oh. Robert.
2: Hello, uh, Mr. Brown. My name is Jeff, and uh, I'm still in line in the basement of the Alamo uh, Dome there. I was looking for a vodka soda. Uh, don't know if you can deliver one of those. Line's been a little long. Please give us a call back. Thank you. <laughs>
0: That's going to be an awkward phone call on them <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I have a meeting with a client tomorrow. It's going to come right during the middle of that meeting, and I'm going to go. Oh, got to answer. It's a two-one-zero.
2: Do better, San Antonio. Do better. I am so sick of the nickel-dime bullshit that San Antonio pulls on stuff like this. Honestly, like we see this happen with San Antonio all the time. I remember when the Saints were here. You know, God. A decade and a half ago, and we couldn't even get it right for them. We just do things on such a small town sort of scale, and we screw it up. We I mean, got four incredible rock acts and 50,000 plus in the Alamo Dome, mm-hmm. and you run out of vodka in what's essentially the second half, the, the beginning of the second half of the concert.
0: I will agree with you. I have a friend who every time we go out to a restaurant if they're missing anything. Like, how can you run out of chicken? <laughs> that that'll have some grace for, but the Alamo Dome at a big event, you plan ahead for that.
2: Yeah. Such a choke. a uh, lot of titties got got shown at this show. Yeah. A lot of titties. You know where the you know you would think most titties get shown to the rock bands? But in this case, because the lines were so bad, chicks were showing titties just to jump up in front on the line. And it was working.
0: <laughs> God bless America.
2: I know. So And boobies. <laughs> Way to ruin a good time, San Antonio. But there's really nothing in this sports world. Well- I mean, I guess that's why the Ocho is playing, what was it called? Hedas? <laughs> we think it's called Hedas. Okay.
1: Heddas. And they're also playing cornhole juniors division yeah so you can yeah. watch when when an did- 11 year old <laughs> throw a beanbag or you could just go pick your kids up at their after school program <laughs> when did
0: professional cornhole become a thing it's been a thing for a while
1: it's a
2: thing why so axe throwing have you seen the axe throwing leagues? oh yeah. yeah i don't know it's a different athlete I mean, I guess you got college football starting this weekend. Yeah. You're pumped up about it's that, called, right?
1: It's called Season Zero, or zero like our first podcast. <laughs> yeah. Podcast yeah. Zero. So this they've got matchups like Vanderbilt-Hawaii. Ooh, neato. Yeah. And uh, Western Kentucky and Creighton. And <laughs> stuff like that. That's
2: my big problem with college football. That's it. It's every damn week. It's not just week zero. It's every damn week. Pointless games. is devoid of meaningful games. You know, I'm not sure that I like the idea of just us having a 30-team Super League, but it sure as hell would be more interesting to watch than what we have now.
1: Yeah, and we've talked
2: about this in previous episode. What happens to everybody else? Don't care. Who cares? (laughs) I don't care if Western Kentucky and Creighton want to play. The only people that do care are Western Kentucky and Creighton. And probably even them not very much. Like, they also claim some other team that's actually good. Like, they, you know what I mean? They're Cowboys fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the problem with college football. I mean, you look down the, the roster of games every single week, and you may get one during every weekend.
1: Yeah, next weekend's got some good games. That's opening, yeah. De facto Week opening one. weekend, you've right? Got, you've got Miami A and M, which could be okay. That's that's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. It's not
0: great. Yeah. Well, Notre Dame, Ohio State, that's good. That I mean, that'll be a game to watch.
2: Yeah, for people who like you know like or dislike those teams, and there are lots of people who dislike both of those teams. Oregon, myself playing, included.
0: Oregon's playing Georgia. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, reasonable.
0: There'll be a few here and there, but but this week zero, there's not a single ranked team that's playing.
2: Do you have lines on in any of those games that you were just mentioning to me? I know it's a little early for that.
0: I think but, it's early for those. But
2: that's part of the big problem is that you look at these games and it's a 13-point spread before kickoff. And it's like, well, why am I interested in a game that has a
1: two-touchdown spread before kickoff? Well, and that's conservative. Con- always. A lot of them are like 31-point spread. They are.
2: They are. I mean, Alabama's going to play what? Five games this year where there's going to be no line, right? Like, they, they just can't make it big enough. So they just go, forget it. We're going to have no line. Is Texas one of them?
1: <laughs> Some of my friends are not going to be real excited.
2: All right. Well, thanks for listening. That's today's show. Like and subscribe. Find us on all the places that you can find. Any of your normal quality podcasts. and uh, As well make-
0: as check us out at unrestricted.show. You can check us out on the web.
1: Thanks for uh, listening. And until next time, don't let your meatloaf.
0: How y'all feel out there?
1: Do you feel good? I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh I said the groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh It feel good, don't it? It feel good. Uh It feel good, cause you know it's good.